Well, it was a busy day in the Dallas Stars organization, but unfortunately, there's not too much to be excited about. The Dallas Stars of the NHL drop their second game in a row, 4-0, to the Los Angeles Kings. The Texas Stars of the AHL lose 8-4 in Ben Bishop's return. Uh, but the Dallas Stars of the NHL do have a chance to get back on track on Saturday with a potential chance to win a game in San Jose against the Sharks. We'll talk about all of this and maybe a little bit more on today's episode of Locked on Stars. You're Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, and you are Locked On, the Dallas Stars, on this Friday, December 10th. Uh, And, you know, it's a Friday. It's really exciting, the end of the week. But unfortunately, uh, the Dallas Stars seemed to be reverting back to some of their old habits. They've now lost two in a row. Uh, They dropped you know, two games of this back-to-back to to start this three-game road trip. Um, Obviously not ideal with the gut-wrenching loss in Las Vegas. Uh, Myself and I think many others hoped that the Stars could turn it around Um, and, you know, at at least, you know, secure one win on this road trip uh, against a struggling Los Angeles Kings team. Uh, But they just ran into a team that that was determined to win this game. Uh, All around the ice, the Kings just looked faster. They looked a little bit stronger. And obviously, they were not coming off of a back-to-back. They had a little bit of time to rest up, and they were playing at home. Uh, And, of course, um, a guy like Jonathan Quick pitching a shutout um, and giving the Dallas Stars their first shutout of the season uh, goes a long way in helping the Dallas Stars not find the win column. But before we break down to uh, last night's game, I do want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Thank you guys for the continued follows and subscriptions. But without further, any further hesitation, let's get right into a recap of last night's loss to the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, the 4-0 score is a bit deceiving. It was a pretty close game all the way through uh, the two goals at the end coming with an empty net. Uh, Jake Ottinger had already left the ice, and so Los Angeles padded their lead a little bit uh, with two extra goals in kind of garbage time, if you will. The dagger uh, scored with about five minutes left in the game uh, to put the Kings up 2-0 to zero, um, because the Stars could just never really get any offense generated while the Kings, uh, even though they only had four goals, had a plethora of shots on net. Dallas was outshot to start the game 14-0, to zero, and I feel like that should have just been our first indication uh, that this game was not going to go well for the Stars, um, because that was one of the biggest issues in Wednesday night's game against Las Vegas was, you know, the opposition having way too many shots on goal, uh, making Braden Holtby work way too hard, uh, even though, it, you know, his, his hard work was paying off, and Braden Holtby played very, very well despite his team putting him in a lot of bad positions, um, and thankfully, Dallas was able to um, even things out a little bit but especially in the second period where both teams uh, tied with shots on goal at 10 apiece. Um, But Dallas just, again, not really doing their goalie very many favors, but rather it being on the defensive end. And last night's game was a little bit more on the offensive end uh, because they weren't, you know, giving him any kind of insurance goals to build on, giving him a lead to defend. Uh, It's kind of like in baseball, you know, when a pitcher is pitching really well, maybe pitching, uh, you know, a shutout or, you know, only allowing a few hits or one run. Uh, But his team 
just you know can't get any hits, can't score any runs. Very similar to that. Um, we've seen that now twice for this Dallas Stars team, two games in a row. Um, so pretty frustrating to see, considering that you know the offense seems to have been clicking, especially over the seven-game win streak. Uh, we talk about that top line for the Dallas Stars: um, Jason Robertson, Rupe Hintz, and Joe Pavelski. They were absolutely shut down in last night's uh, yeah last night's contest, uh, which was pretty disappointing, especially for Jason Robertson, not even recording a shot on goal um, in his big homecoming to his hometown uh, of Los Angeles with family in the stands uh pretty disappointing for him um but I'm, you know he'll have plenty of opportunities to play in that arena again and put on a show um and obviously just a tough night for the whole team in general coming off a of back-to-back there were some travel complications for the stars uh where normally they would fly out the night after their first game of a back-to-back stay the night in the new city that they're playing in uh and then kind of go about their business the next day but they the stars were not able to leave vegas until thursday morning had to fly to la on thursday uh, get on the ground there and kind of scramble to get prepared for tonight's matchup. It's hard to put the blame on that, though, because it's not a super long flight from Vegas to Los Angeles. Not too much travel being involved there, uh, but still something to factor in. And just playing off of a back-to-back in general, you're fatigued, you're tired. And I think just especially with uh, how old this roster is, you know, we talk about this Dallas Stars team having the oldest roster in the NHL. Uh, I think that that's something that is, you know, evident and has been evident throughout this season on a lot of these back-to-back games. Uh, you know, they just... A lot of these guys don't recover like they used to, and they don't recover as well as some of these uh, younger teams in the league. And so um, teams like Los Angeles, who have a lot of fast guys, a lot of young talent on this team, uh, can take advantage of that. And they they very well did that um, by moving very, very quick uh, and just kind of keeping the Dallas Stars on the ropes offensively. Or I guess rather well, the Stars were on defense because of the Kings offense. Um, And they just took advantage of the Stars' mistakes. The Stars kind of played sloppy. Um, all around one of their you know the first goal of the game was scored on a off of a rare Rupe Hintz turnover in the neutral zone um, Adrian Kempe was able to get the scoring started for this Kings team um, and again just kind of rare to see that from Rupe Hintz playing a little sloppy on the boards turning over the puck and giving the Kings a chance to score um, because Jake Ottinger was only going to hold up so long you know he was playing really well um, I would say maybe even a little bit better than Braden Holsby last night at his best um, really impressive stuff from Jake but obviously um, you know, without his team scoring, he was going to give up a few goals because LA was getting some good looks. Because again, Dallas just could not hold on to the puck uh, for too many extended periods of time. Um, so that's just something that they're going to have to to work on and address uh, before this next game that they play against the San Jose Sharks. Uh, to kind of get back to basics, I think that maybe they've just been riding the momentum of the win streak and how efficient the offense was. Uh, that maybe you know that they just think the offense is invincible and that they can you know, try things that are maybe a little too dangerous or things, moves that are a little unnecessary. And it's leading to unnecessary mistakes for the team um, and allowing the other team to find success in the crease uh, and in the goal as well. But despite the loss, despite how frustrating these past two games have been, uh, last night in LA, there were several Stars players um, that put on a, that, you know, put up a good effort, put up a good fight. I don't think it would be fair to say that this Stars team wasn't trying Uh, I think, you know, that for most of this game up until about the final five minutes, they were definitely in this game and had a chance to win. Um, And it felt like, you know, that at any moment they were going to finally break the seal, uh, but, you know, behind Braden Quick at the net um, and get the scoring started and potentially send the game to overtime or maybe, you know, put up one, two, maybe three goals in that third period. It it just didn't happen. But there were several guys on the team that had really good nights. Dennis Gurionov had seven shots on goal. One even hit the crossbar in the third period. 
Uh, Dennis was skating really well, positioning himself really well on the ice. Really liked what I saw from him. He seems to just have a knack for playing well against the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, he scored the overtime game winner against this Kings team early in the season, back on October 22nd, uh, and had a good performance tonight. Just unfortunate he could not find the back of the net. Jacob Peterson also had three shots on goal and had a really nice steal um, slash shot sequence right in front of the net, kind of uh, midpoint in the third period. I think there was about 10 minutes left. Uh, and I feel like that was another moment where you just knew the Stars were not going to win this game because uh, it was an incredible effort by Peterson. Really nice steal, really nice move to get in front of the net. Uh, and, and Quick just made a really, really nice save, um, as he did all night long. Jamie Benn, also five shots on goal. Uh, you know, Jamie Benn had some really nice opportunities. Really good to see um, from the captain of this team. And Miro Haskinen, even on the power play, had some really nice looks. I feel like we haven't seen Miro score a goal in a while. Really thought we were going to get... You know, get to see that a few times in last night's game. But unfortunately, just like everyone else on the team, couldn't quite hit Pater. But I think, you know, I, I, I'm having to tell myself this too. Uh, and again, I'm kind of preaching to the choir here, I guess, in some ways. But I don't think it's worth panicking um, that the Stars have lost these two games. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you look at any sports season, whether it's hockey or any other sport, um, and you're going to have moments where things are going really well and you're hitting all these high points like the seven-game win streak. Um, but, you know, you got to be able to roll with the punches and know that not everything is going to go your way all the time as a sports team. And then as the fans uh, and supporters of a team, we have to recognize that as well. Um, and so we got to stick with this team. I think that they're going to get things worked out. They've shown that they can get these things worked out. Um, it's just one of those moments where things aren't necessarily going well. Um, after a long stretch of things going very, very well, um, I think the Stars team is going to be okay. They just kind of need to get their feet back under them. Um, and kind of kind of pick themselves back up. Obviously, um, playing a back-to-back -back is very difficult, especially on the road. Um, so now they're going to get some rest before this next matchup with San Jose. Well, coming up next, we will take a quick moment to talk about the AHL affiliate of the Dallas Stars, the Texas Stars in Cedar Park, and talk a little bit about Ben Bishop's return to the ice. But before we do that, I do want to say thank you to some of the sponsors of today's episode. The first of those is Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, Built Bars are rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, and amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, fat, and they're high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. You get something that's delicious and healthy. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all of those holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or your purse because you never know when you're going to need it. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt and give, you a give your beverage a little bit of that sweet Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple napkins on hand for that melted chocolate. Do you like some of those marshmallow-filled treats around the holidays? You need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. They taste so good that you won't believe that they're filled with protein. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order at Built.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Stance. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical renovation of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in-style and self-expression. 
because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in, that those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your purchase. Use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. I want to take a moment and talk about the Dallas Stars AHL affiliate, the Texas Stars, because it's been a minute since we've touched on this team. Um, and there's some big news happening with this team. Ben Bishop made his return to the ice last night. Uh, for the Texas Stars at the HEB Center for the first time since the 2020 playoffs up in Edmonton, uh, which is an incredible display from Ben of strength and determination coming back from knee surgery um, at his age, still wanting to get out and play the game that he loves. But unfortunately, uh, he performed about as poorly as one can in the crease for any hockey team as he allowed eight goals in the Stars' 8-4 to loss to, to the Chicago Wolves on Thursday. Super, super sad and disappointing to see for Ben. Uh, obviously, I know myself and pretty much Stars fan every, everywhere want to see him succeed as he is still attempting uh, to salvage his career at this point just with injuries and his age piling up. It's obviously he's certainly not the player that he once was. Uh, and I, I was hoping that he would have a little bit better of a performance. Again, giving up eight goals is about as bad as you can do. Um, and obviously, you know, in the AHL, uh, you know, it's not held to the same standard as the NHL um, where wins and giving up, you know, that amount of goals um, isn't frowned upon as much as it would be in the National Hockey League. I don't think a goalie would last long enough to give up eight goals. They'd probably get pulled around the third or fourth goal in a game like that. But obviously Bishop is down in Cedar Park um, on a conditioning assignment just to kind of see, um, you know, how he plays. Obviously, this is only one game. It's a very small sample size. But, but I, I just don't see Ben Bishop necessarily making a strong case um, to be back in the goalie rotation at the NHL level, um, at least with the Dallas Stars. Maybe there's another team out there that would want to pick him up. Maybe we'll start hearing his name thrown around in some trade rumors similar to Anton Hudobin. Uh, I, I honestly would not surprise me to see one or both of those guys depart at some point this season, um, which is just really sad because both of those guys, you know, um, when they were at their best, did a lot of great things for this team, did a lot of great things for this organization. But obviously, both of them are starting to get up there in age. They're both in the twilights of their career, um, and their better days as goalies are definitely behind them. Uh, but but I guess we'll see what else Ben Bishop has in store. Like I said, this is one game uh, after coming off knee surgery, his first game back um, in pretty much over a year. Uh, again, hasn't played since the Edmonton bubble back in the 2020 NHL playoffs. Um, so we'll, we'll see what Ben Bishop has in store for the rest of his time at the AHL on this conditioning assignment. Um, but the Texas Stars in general as a team are struggling quite a bit this season. Uh, they currently have a record of 7-9-2 and, and sit uh, second to last in the Central Division. Um, yeah, and like I said, you know, again, records and winning the AHL isn't necessarily as important as the NHL team being successful but obviously you know these are our prospects these are the future of this Dallas Stars organization so you'd like to see a little bit more success from this team um, but obviously a lot of these guys are young a lot of these guys are still new um, and getting things figured out and, and last year obviously with COVID making things really difficult a lot of these guys are adjusting and still kind of getting their feet under them um, but there's still some guys that are performing really really well Riley Damiani is a guy that we've talked about when addressing this AHL Texas Stars team he continues to play fantastic uh, he has six goals and 10 assists through 19 games 
this season. Anthony Lewis and Curtis McKenzie are also performing quite well with 12 points apiece. Uh, and Riley Tufty, a guy that we saw at the NHL level earlier this season with a short stint with the Stars, um, he, you know, he's back down in Cedar Park with the Texas Stars. Six goals and three assists through 15 games. Um, obviously not the production of some of these other guys, but again, he spent a few games uh, at the NHL level, which is great for him. Maybe we'll see him back. Maybe we'll see Riley Damiani get some time at the NHL level um, if he continues to you know, pot, stuff the stat sheet and play really impressive and put up some really good numbers. Uh, so really like what I'm seeing from some of these guys at the top of the stat sheet. Um, and obviously still a long way to go this season for the Texas Stars and the Dallas Stars. Um, so a lot of time for some of these prospects to kind of get things figured out, figure out what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, um, and learn to play to those strengths so they can be the best hockey players that they can possibly be in, and you know offer their strengths to this Dallas Stars organization because there's going to be several guys on this Texas Stars roster that are probably going to start finding their way up to the NHL in the next few years as some of the older veterans on this team will either retire or maybe move on to different teams. Well, coming up next, we will send you on your way for the weekend with a quick preview of the Dallas Stars' next matchup against the San Jose Sharks, which will be played tomorrow night on Saturday. But before we do that, I do want to take a moment and say thank you to another sponsor of today's episode, and that is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before, as football season continues to march towards the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. And to close out today's episode of the Locked On Stars podcast, want to send you on your way on this Friday uh, with a quick preview of this San Jose Sharks team and what the Stars can expect to see from them um, and how I think the Stars will do. And I'll give you some of my predictions at the end of this segment. Um, but the good news is that the San Jose Sharks coming off a loss themselves, uh, a blowout loss at home, uh, against the Minnesota Wild, who is, you know, in my opinion, one of the best teams in the NHL. So again, Dallas will be playing a team uh, that is coming off a loss themselves, um, which I guess bodes well for us. Maybe not because the Kings had come off a loss, a uh, pretty embarrassing blowout loss themselves to the Vancouver Canucks, and then they flipped the script and beat the Dallas Stars 4-0. to So we'll see how this game shapes out as far as both of these teams coming in with a loss. And San Jose, similar to Los Angeles, started out the year pretty well, uh, maybe not quite as hot I don't think they went on a streak quite like Los Angeles did but I think they surprised a lot of people out the gate with how well they were playing but now they've cooled off quite a bit uh, but they're still a dangerous team still a lot of talent on this San Jose Sharks roster but obviously they're starting to get buried just a little bit by some of the more superior teams in this division like Calgary Edmonton Vegas and even Anaheim who again is continuing to really impress people they have not cooled off despite their hot start to the season Dallas will see Andrew Cogliano for the first time since his departure this offseason. He hasn't done anything too impressive. Another guy uh, in his mid-30s, kind of near the end of his career. Um, it wasn't necessarily a Dallas star for the longest time, but he did play for about three seasons with the Dallas Stars. He has two goals and four assists 
for the Sharks this season. Uh, you know, just a former star, always worth mentioning. Joe Pavelski will be going back uh, where his NHL career began for the first time in a long time. Uh, don't remember the exact date, but it's been a hot minute since the Dallas Stars have played in San Jose with the division realignment last season. Uh, did not play the Sharks at all, but Joe Pavelski obviously um, going to be probably a little bit of emotions running uh, through his head and through his mind. Um, you know, as he comes back to a place that he called home for several years for his NHL career, um, a place that means a lot to him. And so, so I'm sure that he's very excited, uh, you know, to get to play against some former teammates and just in the building that he called home for so long. Uh, a guy to be on the lookout for on this San Jose Sharks team is Timo Meyer. Um, he was the ninth overall pick back in the 2015 NHL draft, and he currently leads this Sharks team with 26 points. Uh, he's just a very physical, do-it-all kind of player. There's not really one thing that he does well. He does just about everything well. Um, obviously, he's a forward, so he's a very offensive-minded player. Um, you know, He's a very good passer, very good shooter. He shoots very accurately, but also he can play a lot of defense uh, just with his size and physicality. Not afraid to get physical up on the boards. Um, just a guy that's going to be flying all over the ice. A young guy that this Sharks organization really likes. Uh, the future of this franchise. Um, and so definitely a guy to be on the lookout for. Timo Meyer of the San Jose Sharks team. Overall, the Sharks as a team, as far as their special teams go, uh, the Sharks rank 17th in the NHL in power play percentage at 19.4%. So about middle of the pack in the NHL. But where they really stand out on special teams is on the penalty kill. They currently rank second in the National Hockey League in penalty kill percentage, only behind the Pittsburgh Penguins with an 87.9. So killing the penalty at about 88% of the time. Uh, very, very impressive. Going to be a very interesting matchup because the Stars come into this game. Uh, their power play is ranked second in the league as far as power play percentage goes. So you have the second best penalty kill in the league and the second best power play in the league on a collision course that will be playing tomorrow night. Very, very excited to see how that unfolds. Uh, will defense reign supreme or will the Stars be able to uh, finally get the puck past the goalie uh, in, in the next matchup and avoid a shutout for a second straight game? And I, I think they will do that. I think the Stars uh, will not get shut out uh, in two consecutive games. That'd be very, very bad. Uh, and obviously, we will need to have a different conversation if that happens. But I don't anticipate that happening. The Stars desperately need this win uh, before returning home because they're going to have a pretty tough schedule um, over the next few days. They'll be playing some division opponents like Minnesota and St. Louis. So obviously need to get their mind right, need to salvage this road trip to some degree and at least come away with one win or at the very, very least go to overtime and at least come away with a point um, because, you know, losses, any any loss, um, is especially back-to-back -back losses, make you lose ground in the division. Uh, and that's just not a good thing after Dallas did all that work that they did to gain ground back in the Central Division with the win streak. Uh, they seem to be losing a, quite a bit of that traction now with these back-to-back -back losses to Vegas and Los Angeles. Uh, but now they have a chance to get back on track with a win over the San Jose Sharks, and I think they will do just that. I anticipate a low-scoring affair. Uh, just feels right uh, with how some of these Stars games have gone uh, over you know the past few weeks, uh, or really just the past game in Los Angeles, but I feel like even the Vegas game was just so back and forth. Uh, but I, I just anticipate a low-scoring game this time around. Give me the Dallas Stars with a 2-1 to win. Like I said, very low-scoring, and I think Jamie Benn uh, will get the scoring first. Just feels right for the captain to help get his team back on track. Uh, in a must-win kind of game on the road in San Jose on Saturday. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to tune in on Monday uh, as I will recap this game that the Stars will play against San Jose. 
But thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcasts at, whether that's here on YouTube or on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D-A-N-E two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also find the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you back here on Monday.